Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. Once again, we get to spend some time with our favorite teenage boy, Henry Aldrich. Today's show is the 130th episode of The Aldrich Family, and it is entitled Henry's Secret Admirer. It originally aired on January 29, 1942. Postum presents... Henry! Henry Aldrich! Coming, mother! The Aldrich Family, written by Clifford Goldsmith. Entertainment for all the family, brought to you by Postum, a tempting, wholesome drink for all the family. Postum. Good evening, this is Dan Seymour, extending a hearty welcome on behalf of Postum. As you drew up your chairs to listen to the Aldrich family tonight, you probably never gave a thought to the many other people doing the same thing. But there are millions of them, and they fall into all classes, rich and poor, old and young, men and women. Because it doesn't take any specialized group to appreciate the Aldrich family any more than it takes a specialized group to appreciate Postum. Anybody who likes a good, lusty drink, a mealtime drink with real authority in it, can't help but enjoy Postum. Anybody who likes a distinctive drink will enjoy Postum. Because Postum has a very special goodness. A delicious flavor that stands right out because it's all Postums and only Postums. So when you want a mealtime drink that's sure pleasure, be sure to choose Postum. to actually being young again, there's no better way to recapture that feeling than to know a teenage boy like Henry Aldrich. For he acts just like you used to when you were that age. And so his troubles become your fun. The scene opens at the Aldrich breakfast table. And here's a letter for you, Sam, and another for you. Thank you, Alice. Henry, here's one for you. For me, Mother, for me. Alice has an advertisement from some summer resort, Glimmer Lake. Really? Father, I certainly hope we aren't going away any place this summer. We certainly are not. And I agree with both of you. Boy, do you know what I'm going to do? Well, she was imagine. Henry, what's the matter? Nothing, Mother. I, I was just reading this letter. Well, please eat your cereal. Yes, yeah, sure, only... Huh. Father, without looking at any of the rest of this letter, can you make out this word right here? Why, um, that's fiendish. Oh, yes, of course. I thought it was friendly. Mother! Yes, Mary? Was there any mail for me this morning? No, dear. Oh. Henry, who's that letter from? Why, it's just hardly anything. Mary, will you please stop trying to read over my shoulder? Henry, all I was doing was innocently looking to see whether you'd open one of my letters by mistake. Well, I haven't. You don't even know who this is from. Hi, Henry. Are you through with breakfast? Homer, where did you come from? Johnson's Candy Kitchen. Hi, Mr. Aldrich. Want a piece of fudge? What's that? Go ahead. It has walnuts in it. Homer, will you please take that bag from under my nose? Oh, excuse me. Homer, I could eat a little. Henry, you will please eat your egg. Can he have a little piece of fudge on the side, Mrs. Aldrich? He may not. 
Oh. Mother, could I speak with Homer confidentially out in the hall a second? Dear, you haven't even started your breakfast. Mother, my egg is hot. See, I, I mean, it's it's not cold enough for me to eat, and I, I'd like to talk to Homer about this, well, about a certain matter, and... Will you be right back? Yes, Mother, I'll be out here in the hall for exactly two minutes and not one second longer. What is it, Henry? Did your report card come? Homer, look it. It's a letter from a girl. Who is she? That's the beautiful part of it. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Oh, I know. She lives over in Abbott City. Look at what she says. Dear Henry Aldridge, I suppose you will think I am very bold writing you a boring letter like this, but I'm simply so bored I can't help it. Why? What's the matter with her? I guess you know your friend Nancy Adams who was visiting here, and yesterday she happened to show me her school yearbook, and I said, who's that picture? And she said, why, that's Henry Aldridge. And I said, it's such a boring day, I'm going to write to him. And she said, all right, I dare you. And I said, all right. And here I am. What's that? Although I'm probably no lady for doing it. Henry, let's see that. Homer, will you please take your hands off it? All I want to do is read it. In the first place, Homer, some of it is confidential. Read me some more. Read me some more. Um, she says, you should certainly be glad, Henry. You don't live in this boring place. It's friendly. I mean, fiendish. I can hardly wait until summer comes and we go to beautiful Lake Passepartout where there is something doing every minute. Where are you going to be this summer? Henry? Yes, Mother? Will you come back and eat your egg, please? Yes, Mother? And tell Homer to wait out there. Hey, Henry, could I be reading the rest of this? She was Homer. What do you think this is? Just public property? Henry! I'm coming right now, Mother. And... And boy, Mother, don't you think what Father said a little while ago was a good idea? What he said about what, Henry? About our going away this summer. When did I say we were going away? I thought you said... Well, gee, Father, don't you think this place is darn boring in the summer? Boring? I thought you liked it here. Mother, it's fiendish. It's what? Fiendish. In the summer. I, I think we ought to go to Lake Pass for two. Lake Pass for two? I never heard of it. Henry. What, Homer? Are you sure you don't have anything... I could be looking at... No! Now, Henry Homer is your guest. You go find him a magazine. Yes, Mother. I'll get it for him right away. And, Mother, at Lake Pass for two, there's something doing practically every minute. Well, there's nothing wrong with our home right here. Hey, Henry, let me see just one more page of it. Okay, Homer, if you'll promise not to handle it. Where were we? At Lake Pass for two. Oh, yeah. Oh, here's a good part. Boy, this is good. It is raining out. It has been all day. In fact, it's been raining most of this week. Is it raining in Centerville? Isn't it fiendish? If there's one thing I find boring, it's to sit indoors all day with nothing to do when it's raining. That's very interesting. Henry, Kathleen Anderson wants you on the telephone. Who, me, Mary? Oh, well, tell her I can't talk with her. I'm very busy right now. Go on, Henry. Why do you keep stopping? Why, she goes on and says, Naturally, I am anxious to hear all about yourself. As Nancy tells me, you are very interesting. Will you please promise to write? Please, oh, please, oh, please. Oh, boy. I hope I have not bored you. As ever... Um, as ever... Didn't she sign it? Yes, but... Homer, can you make that first name out? Let's see. I can figure out the last name, okay? You can? Yeah. Droopwater. Droopwater? That's what it looks like to me. Homer, there aren't two O's in there. Could it be Dropwater? Well, I see what that middle letter is in the first name. It's T. T. Could it be Walter? Walter? Walter Dropwater. Why would a girl have that name? Oh, can't you see what it is? It's just as clear as day. It's Myrtle. Oh. Oh. Myrtle Dropwater. Henry, tell me frankly, do you think you ought to write to her? Why not? Just because... Just because... 
And besides, Homer, that isn't an O in the last name. It's an I. A what? It's Drip Water. Drip? Sure, not Drop. No wonder you had the wrong impression of her. Drip? Drip? Henry? Yes, Mother? Will you please go out to the kitchen and get your father a drink of water? A drink of water? Homer, that's it. What? It's Myrtle Drinkwater. Isn't that a beautiful name? <laughs> Sam, I don't like to bother you, but I do have something I'd like to talk over with you. Yes, what's the trouble? Well, it's about Henry. He's been so upset ever since he got another letter this morning. And about a half an hour ago, he asked whether I didn't think he should have his allowance increased. Mother! Yes, Mary? Yes, dear, we know all about it. Mary, turn around. What for? Dear, I think you ought to go down to the hairdresser. Mother, aren't you interested? That letter was from some loan company. Mary, what's that? Where did you say it was from, Mary? A loan company in Abbott City. I saw it right up on top of the page. And then he came to me and asked if he could borrow some money, and he was all excited. Yes? Father! Sam, what do you suppose is the matter? Could I see you home for a... Oh. Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Mother. Hello. Hello. Whoa. This is nice. But we can be together. We very seldom get together. Henry. Yes, Father? What was it you came in here to say? Why, well, I'll tell you, Father. I'm... Oh, boy, I'll answer the door. Henry, that's probably for me. No, it isn't, Mother. I think it's someone to see me on sort of a, a business arrangement. Hello, Homer. Hello. I tried to come in. What's the idea? What's what idea? Of keeping your door locked. How do you expect your friends to come in? My, my father asked us to keep it locked every morning until he goes to the office. Listen, Homer, have you got the 35 cents? Yes, here. Now, where's the letter? Right here. Hand it to me. Oh, no, I didn't say I'd let you read it. I, I said I'd read it to you. What does she say? What does she say? Now, don't push me, Homer. She says, my dear head. Oh, boy. I received your 14-page letter, and it was a whiz. A what? Never mind, Homer. I, I hope you will excuse my using my father's business stationery, but my new paper, which incidentally is a whiz, hasn't come yet. You have asked me to describe myself. And I'll do the best I can. Although there are some things I can say because you would think I was terribly conceited. First of all, I am five feet nine. Homer, could that be nine? Gee whiz, Henry, you're only five feet eight. Eight and a quarter, Homer. Besides, that isn't a nine, it's a two. It's as clear as day. Looks like a nine to me. Go on. I am five feet two and have rather pleasing eyes, they say. Although I do wish at times my eyelashes weren't quite so long because they are always somehow getting in my way. What does she have to do, comb them? Homer, stop interrupting me. As to the color of my eyes, I wish you were here to judge for yourself. Some boys say they are gray. Some boys say they are green. Which do you like? You mean you can have your choice? Oh, Homer, lots of things change color in different lights. Where was I? Right here. What color will you have? Oh, yes. As to my hair, which is black, I have recently had done into a feather cut, which is a whiz, even if I do say so. Henry? Yes, Mother? Are you busy? Why, I'm carrying out a little transaction, you might say, with Homer. Well, may I speak with you? Right now, Mother? Listen, Henry, you haven't finished reading yet. I'll be back. She was, what do you want for 35 cents? Henry? Yes, Mother? Dear, I just want you to know that if you really need money and would be willing to tell your father what you need it for, he might see his way clear to helping you out. Well, Mother, I appreciate your bringing it up, but, but you've got so many things on your mind. I think it would be best if I just didn't bother Mother, you. Mother, do you mind if I make an appointment with the hairdresser someday this week? No, not at all. Well, Henry, Kathleen Anderson phoned you again. She did? She was, I think, Centerville girls are just boring. Henry. Yes, Homer, I'm coming. Mary, are you going to the hairdresser? Yes. Well, why don't you 
don't you get a feather cut? Boy, that kind is a whiz. A feather cut, Henry, after I've let my hair grow this long? Henry. I'm coming, Homer. Where was I? She'd just gotten a shampoo or something. You're crazy. Here's where I stopped. Uh, I think your idea of phoning me is a whiz. And I'll certainly be thrilled when I hear that old telephone ring. Yours hastily, Myrtle Drinkwater. Henry, is her name really Drinkwater? Why not? Boy, do you think she could be part Indian? Now listen, Homer. What's that at the bottom of the page? Oh, she was. I hadn't seen that. Huh. Instead of your phoning me, why don't I phone you? As I never know where I'm going to be next. So I'll call you on Friday between 5 and 6. You mean you don't need my money? Well, give it back to me. No, Homer, I will not. Suppose... She calls me collect. Don't you think she expects me to be a gentleman? Well, if I'll let you keep it, can I be here when she calls? No, Homer. Boy, just think. Tomorrow I hear Myrtle's voice for the first time. Sam, have you thought anything more about our going away this summer? Alice, I thought we decided not to go. Mother! Yes, Henry? It's exactly 20 minutes to five. Thank you, Father. Alice, if you'd like to take a cottage someplace for a couple of weeks, I'm sure I have no objections. Well, dear, somebody, I can't remember who it was, said something about Lake Paspatou being a nice place to go. Lake Paspatou? Well, somebody's mentioned it in the last couple of days and said it was wonderful. Father! Yes? Are you sure your watch is right? I'm positive. Will you please tell me why you ask what time it is every 60 seconds? No reason, Father. I, I was just waiting for it to be five o'clock. Henry, why do you have your new blue suit on? Oh, she was... I got that on. Is that the telephone, old boy? Henry, don't run. She was... Who put that chair there? Henry! I'm sorry, Father. I'll pick it up when I come back. Mother, just stay where you are, please. I beg of you. Henry, what's the matter with you? Nothing, Mother. It's just that... Hello? Hello, long distance? What's that? Homer, is that you? Get off the line. The phone just rang. Sure, I'm calling you. Has she phoned yet? No, Homer, will you please hang up? Okay, and I'll be right over. No, Homer, you're not to come over. I don't want you even around here. Aren't you going to be talking to her on my 35 cents? Homer, please, listen to reason. Look, if I'll tell you something she said in the letter this morning, will you stay where you are? Is it any good? Sure it is. It's a lot better than any telephone conversation would be. Well, all right. She says she wants me to come to a bow mask tomorrow night. To a what? To a bow mask. That's a masquerade party over in Abbott City. Henry, do you think it's safe? What do you mean safe? Are you going, Henry? Sure, I'm going. Henry? Yes, Mother? Here, you have to hang up right this minute. I will. Homer, my mother says I have to hang up, and I guess she's right. Goodbye. Henry. Gee, Mother, did you save my life? Dear, I want you to jump on your bicycle and go right down to the meat market. Now? Right this minute. But, but, Mother, I'm expecting a very important... A very important... Wouldn't the government appreciate it if we didn't have meat tonight? We didn't have any last night or the night before. Now, please start. Well, couldn't Mary go? Mary's down at the hairdressers. And, Henry, if you can't help me out, I'll have to go and tell your father. Well, yes, Mother, I'll go, won't you? Then please get started. The meat will be all ready for you. Well, just as soon as I... As I... Hello? Number please. Operator, this is Henry Aldridge. I'm expecting a very important call from Abbott City. See, and when it comes, could you switch her on to the butcher shop? Now getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldridge. Just as Henry was expecting a long-distance call from a girl he has never met, he was suddenly and firmly sent to the meat market, where the scene now opens. 
Hey, Mr. Wilson! Mr. Wilson! Oh, hi there, Henry. Have my mother's meat ready? Here it is, right here. Oh, boy, thanks. Has a telephone call come for me? No, not since I've been on duty. Gee, I'm expecting an important call. Oh, boy, there she is right now. You better let me answer it first. Uh, uh, Okay, but tell her right here, won't you? Hello? Henry? Here I am. Oh, boy, I guess I got here just at the right time, didn't I? Hello? Oh, is this long distance? It is not. Henry? Father, Father, is that you? Something happened to her? Has something happened to whom? Who's calling me? I am. As long as you're downtown, I want you to run over to the Havens Drugstore and get some cigars for me. Now? And hurry home. Goodbye. But, Father, I... Oh, boy. Look, Mr. Wilson, when a long-distance call comes for me, could you could you tell them they can catch me over at the Havens Drugstore? I don't know why I couldn't. Uh, what's the name of the party that's calling? Her name is Myrtle Drink... Why, she'll just ask for me. Alice? Yes, Sam? Did you call to Havens and leave that message? Yes, I did. What was it you started to say about Lake Pasta, too? Oh, only that I'd heard of someone downtown who owns a couple of cottages up there. Oh, that's fine, Sam, because I don't know whether it's just one of my premonitions or not, but it seems to me if we could get Henry away from this town this summer, he might not have quite so many problems. Yes? There goes the telephone again. I'll see who it is. If it's Henry, tell him to please hurry. Hello? Is this Elm, 303? It is. This is long distance. I have a call from Abbott City for Mr. Henry Aldrich. Well, Henry Aldrich isn't here right now. Uh, may I ask who the call is from? Why, it's a party by the name of Drinkwater. Drinkwater? Oh, thank you. Sam, who was it? Someone from Abbott City by the name of... Alice, I know who that was calling him. I know exactly who that was. Who? A fellow by the name of Drinkwater. And he's connected with that loan company over in Abbott City that Henry's been getting letters from. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you too busy to wait on me? I guess not, Henry. Well, first, does a phone call come for me? Yes, two of them. Two? Long distance? No, they were both from your mother. She wants you to get a quart of milk at the grocer's and then stop at the cleaner's and pick up your father's suit. Oh, gee whiz. Oh, boy. Uh, just a minute, and I'll wrap your father's cigars for you. Well, the only trouble is I'm, I'm expecting a call from a girl, and it's coming here to your drugstore. Is that right? There's a big masquerade over in Abbott City tomorrow night. And you know what I'm going to wear? No. A Confederate soldier. What's that? Oh, boy, Mr. DeHaven, could I answer your phone? It's probably... Well, it must be... Hello, is this long distance? Hello? Call Myrtle? Hello, could you rush up a bottle of paragoric right away? Hello? Hello? Hello, Abbott City Mortgage and Loan Company. Uh, May I speak with Mr. Drinkwater, please? I'm sorry, but Mr. Drinkwater isn't in right now. Uh, Well... Could you tell me whether my son has been trying to borrow money or owes you any? Uh, what is the name? Henry Aldrich. Oh, well, we aren't allowed to give out confidential information, sir. I know, but he's my son, and he's... he's. I'm sorry, you'll have to speak to Mr. Drinkwater personally, and he isn't in. I see. Well, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sam, how much does Henry owe them? She wouldn't tell me. She said... As a matter of fact, I know what I'll do. What, Sam? Now, when Henry comes in, don't say one word about any of this. You don't think we should? I've got to drive over to Abbott City on some other business in the next few days anyhow, and I'll drop in and have a talk with Drinkwater. Really? Mother, did I hear Father say Abbott City? Is there a call for me? Henry, when did you get back? Just now. Where's the telephone? Uh, Henry, I was simply talking about going over to Abbott City sometime. Oh. That's all. Isn't that strange? Father, do you have any ideas as to when you might be driving over? Oh, any time in the next few days. Well, they have awfully good movies over there sometime. Wouldn't you like to 
to take Mother and go over tomorrow night and have a good time. Saturday night? Yeah, sure. And, and I might go along with you. Well, we'll see. We'll take it over. Oh, boy, there it is. Uh, Henry, will you please walk? Well, I don't want to miss it. Oh, gee whiz. Henry, what's the matter? Nothing, Mother. I just slid into the telephone table. Well, get up off that floor. I don't need to. I can talk right down here. Hello? Long distance? Long distance? Hello, Henry. What did she say? <laughs> Johnson, I, I came in to see if you found that costume for me. Uh, yes, Henry, here it is. This lieutenant's uniform is the last Confederate outfit I have in the place. Well, gee, that's exactly what I wanted. That'll be $2. $2? Just for 24 hours? That's right. Well, couldn't you let me have it for, say, a dollar or a dollar and a half if, if I bring it back late tonight? Well, uh, how would you like to go as an 1890 policeman for $1.75? Well, the only thing is, my, my girl tried to get me by phone yesterday, and we, we couldn't get together, and I sent her a telegram that I'd be there tonight as a Confederate soldier. She'd like you just as well as a policeman, wouldn't she? The only thing is, we, we never met, and I don't want to confuse her. Uh. Can I use your phone a second? Yeah, help yourself. It's right there. Hello? Mr. Johnson, do I get a sword with that for two dollars? Yeah, the sword's fifty cents extra. Oh. Number, please. I, I want Elm seven eight seven. Elm seven eight seven. Yes, please. Mr. Johnson, do I understand correctly? It's fifty cents less without the sword. Hello, Sam Alder speaking. Father, don't you think a hat, a sash, a coat, pants, and sword are dirt cheap for two and a half dollars? What's that? Just for one night. Who is this? It's your son, Henry. I have a chance to go to a costume ball tonight as, as General Lee for two and a half dollars. Two and a half? With the sword. Two dollars without. Good. Take it. Only don't try to get the money from a stranger. Where will I get it? From me. Goodbye. Well, gee well, thank you very... Goodbye. <coughs> Mr. Johnson, I can take it. Mr. Johnson, where are you? Hi, Henry. How do I look? Listen, Ed Carney, what are you doing with that uniform on? I'm going to rent it. Eddie, I've already taken it. You have not. I just... Eddie, give me that. Now, listen, Henry, you take your hands off that. Now, Eddie, stop pushing me. Here, now, wait, boys. What's the idea? Mr. Johnson, I want this uniform. Mr. Johnson, I said I'd take it. Uh, well, uh, Henry's right, Ed. Now, give it to me, Ed. Henry, for the last time, take your hands off me. You make me darn you. There. Oh, take that. Now, listen, Henry. Now, wait, boys. Let's not have another war over this. <laughs> How do you feel, Henry? All right. Here, put this cloth on your other eye. Boy, did you take a beating. But I got the costume, didn't I? And that corny doesn't look so hot either. Where's the costume? Let me put it on. It's still down at Mr. Johnson's. After we got through, he said he thought it would look a little better if he gave it a brushing and pressing. Henry? Yes, Mother? Here's a letter for you. A letter for me? Yes. Are you quite sure you feel well enough to go to that dance tonight, dear? Mother, I never felt better in my life. Well, you know best, I suppose. Homer. Why? Which is the front of this envelope? You're looking right at it. I am. Henry, don't you think I ought to read the letter to you with your eyes feeling the way they do? Now, Homer, I can read it perfectly all right. Um, dear Henry, as long as I know exactly what you're going to look like, I think it is only fair that you know what I'm going to wear. And so I'm enclosing a photograph of me in my costume. Gee was where is it? Where is it? There it is, right there. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Homer, will you let me see it? Oh, boy, Henry, wait until you see it. Homer, have I got to knock you down, too? Here, take a look at her. Boy, is that a sight for sore eyes. Gee was Homer, is that... 
Suzanne? Yep, Henry. Myrtle Drinkwater. Why, no, but... She looks like an icicle. I know, Homer, but look at that face. Henry, do you think that might be a mask that goes with the costume? No, Homer, it's real. Henry! Yes, Father? You're going to be ready to go over with me? I'm leaving in a few minutes. To Abbott City? Yes. Well, the only thing is, Father, frankly, I don't think I'll be going to that dance. You're not going? Why not? He's just had some bad news, Mr. Aldrich. Henry, did I hear you say you aren't going? Mother, my, my eyes are sort of tired, and I don't think I'd want to go over there and strain them. Well, Alice, you better get your things on. Sam, I don't think I want to take that trip either. I know, but Alice, I've got to go over there and keep that appointment with... With, well, uh, you go right on over and keep it. Mother, if anybody phones for me this evening, tell them I've gone to bed. Harry, aren't you going out tonight? No, Mother, of course I'm not. I met Joe Graham on the street today with his feather cut I have, and he just laughed at me. Well, frankly, Mary, I... I now, Sam, let's not say anything more about it. But, Mother, I don't blame Mary for feeling the way she does about it. I don't see why anyone wants to wear their hair cut that way. Well, what I'd like to know is where I ever got the idea of doing it. Alice, are you coming? No, Sam, you go ahead. All right. Oh, incidentally, I've got a cottage at Lake Passepartout this summer. What's that? Yes, it's a whiz. Oh, that is... Sam, you didn't go and sign the lease, did you? Alice, I thought you wanted to go there. Yes, someone told me this afternoon we wouldn't like it there one bit. Lake Passepartout, Mother? Why in the world do we want to go to that place? Well, that's what I'd like to know. They say it's simply fiendish. I mean... Well, what I'd like to know is what I'm driving all the way over to Abbott City alone for. Henry Aldrich will be back in just a moment. you, friends, there's a best way to do everything. A best way to build a bridge or make a suit of clothes, to bake a cake, or even to make a cup of postum. And the best way to make postum is to follow the directions on the package. Because they're tested directions designed to make the most of that hearty, robust postum flavor. They give you a cup of postum at its delicious best. So always follow the directions to a swell cup of postum. same station for another sparkling half hour with your favorite youngster, his family, and his pals. The Aldrich Family is written by Clifford Goldsmith. The original musical score is played by Jack Miller's orchestra, Ben Ludlow conducting. Your host tonight is Postum, and Postum is one of America's great mealtime drinks. It's good drinking. Good night. I think that my life is getting just a little bit too complicated or too crazy. I can just listen to Henry Aldrich 
and appreciate what I have. (laughs) Holy cow, that kid is something else. Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Monday for another episode of The Aldrich Family and check in on Wednesday for the next installment of The Bob Hope Show. Until next time, in the words of Nobel Prize-winning physicist Marie Curie, we must believe that we are gifted for something.